wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Wow. This is what happens when you don't practice. And a Happy New Year. Year. Oh, I'm way off key. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, this it, is uh, the day that a lot of people around the world are waiting anxiously for, especially if you're south of like 17 years old. Christmas is the big day. This is true. And uh, it's Friday. It is. It's Friday. And isn't it strange? And I always say that I don't think that the universe offers up any coincidences that it seems like this year in particular, all of our themes for the days that landed on holidays, like Thanksgiving was uh, abstinence Uh and and moderation. moderation. And then today, Christmas falls on grounding, connecting and bonding. Yeah. So it's like almost like we sculpted our themes to the holidays of 2020. Yeah, that's very cool. Very cool that it worked out that way. It's just kind of by circumstance but today as christmas in covid times is a little bit more subdued i I, you can't you can't help but argue that on the news on just tv in general and on the radio it's uh, this christmas sucks and you know i i'm here to debate that (laughs) i'm here again to challenge you as humanity you know suck it up and make the most of it Right. So that, I think, leads to our gift of the day. Thank you, ma'am. Take it away. There we go. All right. Christmas 2020. Bah humbug. Ugh. Need a visit from three ghosts. Yeah, you do. We fixed that. Awesome. So this is a story from one extreme to the other that we're going. Yeah. To and today. I, I really don't want this to be a oh, I've lived through worse than you. Uh, I'm a veteran at survival. I really want this to be a lesson learned and an eye opener for everyone and and just to take a pause and put yourself in a position that is worse. And that I think is kind of the, and maybe, maybe I'm just stretching the truth here a little bit, but I think that's really more or less the idea of group therapy is to hear that number one, you're not alone in whatever it is you're suffering from, but also that other people have had way worse situations. I was in group therapy once and I, I actually didn't go back because I felt like, oh, my problems were nothing right. <laughs> compared to the person. Because this was after I got in my accident. And it wasn't my fault. So I thought that everybody on the road was out to kill me. And that's an irrational thought. But, boy, it seemed that way. And then there was a guy that literally couldn't he couldn't drive. And then he tried to drive again and then rode off the road. So I'm all, uh, yeah, <laughs> I'm okay. I, I'm okay. Every time yeah. he sees a semi-truck, he, he, veers? he veers. And, oh yeah, gosh. I'm like, no, nah, I'm I'm. I think I'm okay. Yeah, I've never done a group therapy. I, I would think that would be the the resounding feeling of, oh shit, I don't have it as bad as they right. do, yeah. or oh, I don't know. Yeah, no, you're you're absolutely. I mean, that's that's the way I walked away. I, I used different profanity, but it was like, oh, I'm nowhere near as effed up as those. Like everybody in there is way more. Like there's there was one guy that I'm probably betraying some sort of trust. He had his anxiety was so bad that he couldn't sleep in his bed because he related his dreams to his bed and he slept in his lazy boy because of his accident. Yeah, I was like, oh, um, sure makes you (laughs) feel grateful for your quote unquote problems or mishaps that you have. Absolutely. So so I think today I'm going to be that guy for everybody listening. (laughs) So I'll be the guy that's like, you're like, oh, shit, Uh, being away from my family. 
Uh, nowhere near as bad as what happened to David. Yeah, no, this one involves a kidnapping. Two. Two kidnappings. Separate, yes. And it's not like I live in the Philippines or something where this kind of thing happens like daily, right? Right. No, no, no disrespect to the, the Filipino audience, but I mean, come on, guys. This, this is rampant in your country. It doesn't, this is not supposed to happen in America, right? So I think it's, ding, it's story time. Story time. time. All right, so it was a normal Christmas. My girlfriend and I were laying in bed. I think we had just finished wrapping most of our gifts for each other. I was, at the time, living in Pleasanton, which is a real nice suburb of San Francisco, if you can call it that. It's in the East Bay of California. And 2 o'clock, the phone rings. Very rarely is there good news at 2 a.m. Mm-hmm. And seriously, I was traumatized, and I have been my whole entire life, by the phone ringing it, too, because being a gerontologist, it's, it's all the way through my entire career that the phone rings at 2 or 3 in the morning. You better get your pants on while you're answering the phone because you know you're going to have to go somewhere to fix something. So the phone rang. I answered it. I could barely understand the person on the other end of the phone who was my dad. He said, they've taken your aunt. And I'm like, Dad, they, who, t- who, took, who, who took what? Which aunt? I have like five, five aunts at the time, six aunts. And he said, they got Ruth. I'm like, who's they? And he's like, we don't know. So we came together as a family. And what had happened was my uncle, who was a very well-known jeweler, was uh, plotted against. And because it was around the Christmas season, oh, more inventory. The yes. safes are full. The cash registers full. Yep, mm-hmm. yep. And so they came to take Gene. They came to the door, of their home, pointed a gun at his chest. Okay, David. Now that we've got everyone's attention, slow your roll. Right, right. This is called action time. What is that code for? Commercial. Well, we don't have fancy sponsors yet. Hint, hint. <laughs> And our mission is to improve the quality of life of humanity. Facts combined, we need your help. So please, put us on pause. Accept our challenge and share this podcast with five five people people today. today. So that we can grow our community together. We can't fulfill our mission without you, our kite flyers. Thank Thank you you for for your your support. support. Now, back to our story. And the laser sighting. I guess spooked him. He knew it was a gun pointed at his chest. He hyperventilated and the kidnappers thought that he had had a heart attack. So they went to plan B and they took my aunt instead. Now you said kidnappers. Oh, there were several. I think in total it was a conspiracy. It was like 11 or 12. Yeah. So there was a couple people at the door. There were two getaway cars. Mm-hmm. There were the people waiting at the, the site where they were going to keep Gene. And basically what the, Initial idea was they were going to take him from jewelry store to jewelry store, have him open the safes, open the stores, loot all the jewelry, loot all the safes, then take him to the ATM and have him purge the ATM. Yeah, Yeah. But instead, things went immediately sideways to a very terrible degree for the kidnappers because they took my aunt, who didn't have the codes to the safe, didn't have the codes to get in, didn't have the ATM pin codes. And so (laughs) they, they took her and... All of a sudden, they were in a situation where, okay. Now what? Yeah, now what? <laughs> now what do we do with yeah, her? Now it's plan C. Plan C was was not thought about. And it was just kind of like, oh, what do we do now? We've got this woman 
um, let's do ransom. So we had communication. The FBI was, and, and if you've ever seen this on TV, it's legit. When I watch these things really? on TV, I'm like, oh, that's exactly how it rolled. And the, the media was out front. And, and my cousin was screwing around, like moving the curtain to see how much of a delay it was because we were watching ourselves on TV. It was surreal. It was surreal. So <laughs> they uh, reached out to us and told us that they wanted, I can't remember, some ungodly amount of money and to throw it into the San Francisco Bay with weighted down hefty bags. And they had scuba gear and they were going to go down and get it. It was just not going to not gonna play itself out. So they total oceans 11. Yeah, it, it was it was a total disastrous folly for them. And this was in the time span of it was in hours? the 90s. Oh no. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Oh. No. Oh no, no. From... This was day this was it was over days. No kidding. It was over days. And so she I remember when we got her back. Oh, spoiler alert. We got her back. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm terrible at telling stories sometimes. She deliberately when they asked what she wanted to eat this is how cognizant she was. She was being kept in a garage in El Cerrito, which if you know El Cerrito, sorry, El Cerrito, but come on now. So she was in the garage. That's where she had to do her business as well. They gave her like a pot to piss in, like literally. And they asked, what did you, what would you want to eat? So she had an order that she, she liked Taco Bell and she ordered the same thing every time from Taco Bell and it was quite unique. So she was at, like a Hail Mary. She was hoping that people were paying attention to the orders at Taco Bell. And I thought that was super clever for being very you know, clever under under such duress. Flash forward, they had said, this isn't going to work. We're not going to get the money. We're all going to prison. Let's just cut our losses. They dug a hole in Tilden Park. They were going to execute her and bury her. And one of the kidnappers went rogue and said oh hell no i was gonna risk going to prison for wealth but i'm not going to prison for a senseless murder and he let her go and they weren't watching and oh, oh yeah so it that's that's story number one okay story number two is my cousin who had been kidnapped about a decade prior and never found at the same time on cnn they were running my aunt's story the news broke on my cousin's case that the killer had attempted to kidnap another girl. And when he, he got caught, he confessed to killing her and showed the authorities where her body was buried. So the two back-to-pack stories were my aunt from my dad's side and my cousin from my mom's side. I was just like, uh, what? Is going on it, it, it was just un- unbelievable my sister and i being that that one connection between the two cases that were national news well is, is this real it's like this is right. a nightmare an absolute right. nightmare so not not to say well you don't be complaining about not being around your family if you're doing the right thing and doing the distance christmasing but let me just put that out there as things could be a lot worse and obviously the outcome of getting my aunt back was phenomenal and we were so grateful and all every one of those guys went to prison in fact almost all of them are dead oh oh yeah yeah one died in the mastermind died in prison early on uh because i guess they're not allowed they don't they don't get the same uh ability to have surgeries and things so his liver started to fail Hmm. he was not a candidate for a transplant oh so he died and I, i i don't know this is this is the hardcore version of me it's like, that's too bad because he got off easy. I would love to have seen him rot in prison for 
for decades. Right. No, not the case. So anyway, that wow, uh, that that took a turn for a Christmas story. Not really Charles uh, Dickens. No, it's it is kind of Charles Dickens. It is. It's not Disney. <laughs> this is true. You are it's so more, right. It's more the Edgar Allan Poe version. <laughs> oh, you think you've got some problems living in COVID times? Let me tell you, it could be a lot worse, and it was a lot worse for for us one year. So I I look at this and I say, wow, I'm just so grateful to even have the distance learning or the the Zoom calling to family because at some point you could lose your family or something crazy could go off the rails that you're not expecting like that to happen yeah so, you're just thankful not to be getting a call at 2 a.m yeah so appreciative <laughs> you know what's funny if somebody looked me up they could find my phone number very easily and call me at 2 a.m just to <laughs> harass me <laughs> by the way i put my phone on two dot disturb <laughs> so ho ho whoa, whoa that was my ho. christmas story Michelle, what is that sound in the distance? David, it is homework time. Homework. No, on we're Christmas? not. We're not letting anyone off just because it's Christmas. Bah humbug. No bah humbug. But it is easy today. <laughs> As it should be. Here it goes. In spite of the darkness of your day, go out there and brighten someone else's. That is simple. And you know what? What, David? I'm not just suggesting. I am demanding. All of the work that we have put into the last two straight months of podcasting every single day, throw us a bone, people. Give us some show of support by sharing your stories with us, and we can we can catalog them and put them back on the air at some future date during the gratitude sessions. So that's that's the secondary homework. But on top of that, we had a lot of wisdom bombs thrown around today in a very short period of time. Michelle, what was your mic drop moment? You just have to really reflect. Are you safe and is your family safe? Uh, Still complaining about not gathering for this Christmas? Don't think it can't get any worse? Oh, it could get much worse. <laughs> we fix that. Get out there and fly that red Christmas kite. Y'all Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to today's gift of the day. Check back tomorrow for another gift from your friends at the Red Kite Movement.